to this edition of Back to Basics with Pastor Brian Broderson. We have to fight against the culture, even the culture of the church that we live in these days, where you can be still very independent of any kind of responsibility toward anybody else. You can be very individualistic. You can come to church, do your thing, and then just, that's it. And you go off, you know, back into your own world. That's not the way it works. Today on Back to Basics, Pastor Brian continues his study in the book of Galatians. Join us as Pastor Brian concludes his teaching on Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, in a message titled, Bear One Another's Burdens. Now, here's Pastor Brian. There was a guy that came in the office. He wanted, he wanted to talk about his marriage. He wanted to talk about his wife. He wanted to complain about his wife. Now, Romaine had a very, very tender heart toward the wives. And it was very brutal to husbands, always. Um, but, but this guy comes in and, you know, finds Romaine in the office and, you know, starts to talk about his wife. And, you know, poor me and my wife so... You know, she didn't treat me white and all this. And Romaine just is listening, but which is kind of unusual because he usually would cut you off really quick and just kick you out. But he kept listening. But he said to the guy, he said, come on, come with me. Just keep talking. Yeah, tell, you know, tell, me, tell me more. And so they're walking along and the guy's, you know, going on and on about how, you know, poor me and my wife, so this and that. And, and he, didn't, he has no idea. He's just walking with Romaine. And they end up, Romaine unlocks the door. They walk in the room. They happen to go, go into the nursery. Romaine goes over. He opens a drawer. He pulls out a diaper, and he just hands it to the guy. And any of the guy's telling the story, and he's looking at him like, oh, what are you handing me this for? And Romaine says, put this on. You're a baby. Now get out of here. You know. Now, you got to admit, that's, you know, that's going to be pretty effective stuff. So. <laughs> so when I was young, I saw some of those things, and I thought, I'm going to try that too. That, I like that. <laughs> And I'll never forget my first attempt at it. I sat there behind my desk. I had an office over there at the time. And this guy sat across the desk from me. And I, back in those days, I weighed about 150 pounds. And this guy weighed about 250 pounds. And he was a burly biker guy. And he sat there, you know, telling me all of his woes. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to do the Romaine thing on him. You know, you loser you big baby, you know, just shut up, get it right, get out of here. But I thought, this guy's going to actually kill me if I take that approach. But I did it anyway. I just thought I would try it. And uh, by God's grace, he didn't kill me. But, uh, you know, I learned really quickly that it worked well for Romaine, but it probably wasn't the best method for me to employ. And so, you know, you, you learn over the years and I'm sharing this with you, so you know, maybe you won't make those same mistakes. You learn over the years that, man, God is gracious. He's patient. And he wants to restore people. And he says, when we see people overtaken in a trespass, to be gentle, to be humble. And remember that we have those same vulnerabilities. So the burden of sin. Now, he... Paul goes on to say, 
bear one another's burdens so, and, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So this is part of bearing the burdens of others is helping them out of the sin that they at times get entrapped in. Secondly, the burdens of life. Life just comes with burdens, doesn't it? There's all kinds of burdens in life. We have burdens uh, related to family. And that involves so many different things. Struggles with in, in, a, in a marriage, struggles with uh, raising children. We have burdens that are related to health. We have burdens sometimes due to financial struggles and difficulties. And, and of course, they're just, you know, kind of an endless list of burdens that people can find themselves under. So we are to bear one another's burdens. And like I said initially, I can't really do that if I have no connection with anybody. This is why it's so important that we get close to each other, that we get to know each other. Uh, this is one of the reasons why we have reintroduced the, just the whole idea of the community group or the, the home group, you know, so that we can cultivate those kinds of relationships and be able to bear one another's burdens and, and do that easily because we're closely connected with others and we know what is happening with them. Now, there's two areas in which we can bear the burdens of others or two ways and the first would be to pray for people, to, to pray for people. You know, this week we had a, a phone call and a guy was asking us a question. And then at the end he said, you know, I, would you just pray for my friend? He said, my friend's 38 years old. He's being diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. He's got two children. And, you know, you could just tell his heart was just so broken for his friend. And I was talking to a, a friend this morning who heard that broadcast and said, you know, ever since I heard that, I've just been praying for that guy. That, you know, that's, that's bearing the burden in prayer. And, and we can do that. And of course, we, we should do that for everybody who's under a burden. But, you know, it especially is applicable when, when we don't have any kind of access to the people. You know, in a, in a small way, we are, we are bearing the burden with them as we pray for them. And so let's never forget that prayer is a way that we can bear the burdens of other people. But then, of course, there is the practical bearing of burdens for those that we are in proximity to. We, you know, people that we're close to. And in bearing the burdens of others, this is just, you know, practically helping, coming alongside. Now, think about this. When you bear somebody else's burden, the idea is that you, you're actually going to take some of that burden on yourself. You know, when you see somebody carrying some sort of a heavy load and you come along, what are you doing? You're, you're taking part of that load onto, onto yourself. So if somebody's carrying, you know, trying to struggle down the road with a 100-pound bag or box or something, you come along and lift the other end, well, you're taking 50 pounds of that right off there, but you're putting it on yourself. And the point there is this, that bearing the burdens of others has a sacrificial element to it. And so Paul says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You see, because of the love of Jesus, he bore 
sacrificially, he bore our sins. He bore our griefs and our sorrows and those things. So when we think of bearing the burdens of others, we have to recognize that there's a sacrificial element to this. If I'm going to take the burden off somebody else, I'm I'm actually going to put it partially on myself. But that's what we're called to do. But that's the very thing that oftentimes we don't want to do. And let's be honest, sometimes we don't want to get close to people because we don't want to know about their burdens, because we don't want to help out. And sometimes it's just because we're flat out selfish, and other times it's because we just feel like, you know, I got enough of my own problems. But listen, it's a mutual thing. It's a mutual exchange. Yes, you're going to step up and bear somebody else's burden. You're going to take on some of that weight. You're going to make a sacrifice. But you know what? Somebody else is going to come along and do the same thing for you. And so this is the, the way that life in the body of Christ is to work. So we have to fight against the, the culture, even the, the culture of the church that we live in these days, where you can be still very independent of any kind of responsibility toward anybody else. You can be very individualistic. You can come to church, do your thing, get your blessing or whatever, and then just that's it. And you go off, you know, back into your own world. And many times you're back in your own world trying to bear the burdens and all. That's not the way it works. We, we need to share with one another and sharing the load with one another is part of what we do. And in doing this, we fulfill the law of Christ. And so sometimes we see somebody who has a, a legitimate financial burden. And I say legitimate because oftentimes it's not really legitimate. But let, let's just... Say, no, this is a real situation. This is a family who have fallen on hard times and, you know, it's not out of laziness or uh, neglect or anything. It's just, you know, they're just, it's a rough, rough season and they need help and, and I have the means to help. But if I help them, it's going to sort of deprive me of certain things. That's, that's sacrificial burden bearing. That's what it looks like. Or, you know, this person needs time. They need somebody to just be with them and, and, and give attention to them. And it's like, oh, I know they need that, but I've, I've got plans over here to do this other thing. Well, if you're going to bear one another's burdens, like Jesus or Paul is saying here, then, you know, you're going to sacrifice that time to go and do that for that person. And so these are the kinds of things that, Paul is talking to us about here. But there's a third area of of burden that he mentions here, and it's in verse 6. And this is what I was saying at the beginning. These are not disconnected thoughts. These are not postscripts. He's following along here. Now, verse 6 doesn't seem like it, but it is. Look at what he says. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Let him who is taught the word bear the burden of those who teach. That's what he's saying. So you see, it's tied back to the whole idea of helping one another with the burden here. Now, just really quickly, what Paul is uh, saying here is that those who are taught God's word are to help alleviate the burden from those who teach God's word. Now, Paul said, 
a similar thing to uh, the Corinthians. He said, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should be supported by those who benefit from it. You know, there are pastors in different places all around the world who are trying to do their best to shepherd a flock and at the same time, sometimes they're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I know guys in, in the positions like this or in different places around the world. Most of the time in the U.S., it's not so much the case. But I, I definitely know many people in this kind of place. Their congregations are not capable necessarily of financially supporting them just because of the, the economy where they're at. And, and boy, these guys are under the burden of trying to do a good job of pastoring, but yet having to do all of these other things as well. And so this is where um, we sometimes will come in and we will help alleviate that burden. We will give support to that pastor so that they can be somewhat freed up. Well, that's what Paul is saying to do here. So there's another area and that is sharing in the burden of ministry. So ministry can go out freely and be effective. And, and on that note, just thank you for your generosity that you give regularly because that's how ministry takes place. That's how we are freed. And, and some of those that I've just referred to, that's how we get freed up to do what God has called us to do. Now, you notice I skipped over verses three through five, and that was intentional because I want to bring everything to a conclusion with these verses. And this is where it gets a little bit fuzzy. This is where it's like, okay, wait, how does this fit with everything that's being said? But let me read to you verses three through five again. So Paul just said, you know, bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. But then he says this, for if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another, for each one shall bear his own load. So what does that have to do with the burden bearing that he's talking about here? Well, verse 3, Paul is imagining, not without warrant, he's imagining that some people are going to resist what he's saying. And they're going to resist it on the basis of I don't need to do that. If that person has a burden, that's their burden, too bad. I don't need to try to help them. They probably got themselves in this because of your responsibility. And, you know, that's below me. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, perhaps it's somebody who is, uh, you know, maybe in a, sort of a different category class-wise. Now, we don't have a class society in the United States, but of course, that is, there is that kind of a thing in many different places. But, but in every culture, we know that you know, there are people who you know, sometimes the educated look down on the educated, uh, the rich look down on the poor, and you know, I live in this neighborhood, you live in that neighborhood, uh, I'm not going to have association with people like that, and you know, all of that stuff. That's just human nature, right? And Paul's imagining that there's somebody who basically has that attitude. It's like, well, Paul, these are just a bunch of losers anyway. So, you know, that's their problem. I don't really need to do anything about that. But Paul says, if somebody thinks they're something, they're really nothing. And here's what we all have to recognize. 
that, you know, it is by the grace of God that we are what we are. And if we think that we are something, we got a rude awakening coming. We are only something because of God's mercy and grace over it. You know, there's a whole lot of people in this world, one day you're going to have a really rude awakening, realizing that, you know, what, what they thought of themselves really had very little to do with them at all. And the pride and the arrogance and everything else that they had was just utterly foolish. Well, Paul is saying that that is not an attitude that is to be uh, found among us as the people of God. We are to bear our own personal responsibility before the Lord, and our personal responsibility is to bear the burdens of others. And so when he says in uh, verse four, let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another for each one shall bear his own load. He's basically saying here that there are burdens that I am responsible to bear and there are ones that only I can bear. So all of us have the burden of the responsibility that God has put on us and we alone can bear that. So God has called you to something. God has given you things. And with that, he said, okay, this is what you're responsible for. And it's not for somebody else to take that off of you. You're to do it. And it's not for you to take that off of somebody else. So we all have that common responsibility before the Lord. Every man has his own load to bear. In the King James Version, if you read verse 2 and verse 5, both verses use the word burden. But I'm using the New King James Version, and the New King James Version uh, translates the, the second one more accurately. It doesn't translate it burden, it translates it load, because they're two different Greek words. The first is a burden like one that will crush you. The other is not that kind of a burden, but it's more just, uh, it's actually the view of like a knapsack. It's like, these are your tools. This is, you know, you put this on your back. You put the stuff you need to get the job done and you go about your business. That's actually the meaning of the second word there. And again, Paul's point is that we each have our own responsibility before God and so we're not to compare ourselves with others, but we're to be faithful to bear our own load. But then we have to recognize that there are burdens that we do need to bear that belong to other people. And that's the, the crushing weight that they themselves are not able to get out from under. Now, in closing, as I said from the beginning, to bear the burdens of others, we have got to be close to others. See, this is a thing that you have to intentionally make happen. You have to put yourself in this place. And we will only put ourselves in this place if we recognize that this is what the Christian life is. Like I said, the, the Christian life is a one another lifestyle. It's about being connected with other people. And, you know, we get hung up because we say, oh, you know, I don't know. Those people over there, I'm just not like those people. You know what? That is probably true if you take Christ out of the picture. But with Christ in the picture, that's no longer true. 
when, before I was a Christian, I would only associate with a certain very small group of people. Seriously, that was my mentality. And anybody that didn't fit into that little category that I had marked out as the people that I would associate with, I didn't really care to have anything to do with them. And I would, of course, just think I don't have anything in common with any of those other people. Well, you know, when I came to know Jesus, God just blew that whole thing to bits. And today, I've often thought about this. Today, some of my dearest friends and my dearest friends over many, many years are people that had I remained where I was, I never would have had any association with them and I would have been the poorer because they have been the biggest blessings in my life. But you know, what do we have in common? Our uh, assistant pastor, Will Lynn, some of you know Will, uh, him and I always crack up about this because uh, when I first met Will, I was in my, I think, early 30s and he came around and Will comes from a background. He's a uh, you know, a military guy, he's a law enforcement guy. And, you know, he comes and he actually came to attend the Bible college that we had at our church when I was pastoring in Vista. And when he first met me, he's like, who is this punk kid? You know, who is this guy? He's walking around here in shorts and he never wears socks. And, you know, it was back when I was a surfer. And uh, we just crack up sometimes thinking about how the Lord brought us together. Now, in my younger days, of course, he would have been chasing me as a cop, and I would have been running from him. Uh, we never would have liked each other at all. But, um, but God brings, you know, he brings us together in these beautiful relationships. But we have to put ourselves in that place. So what was I saying? You know, if you look at a group of people, and you think, oh, well, I don't know. I don't want to go over there. I don't know those people. Forget all of that. Just take a step. And you will be absolutely amazed at how God will meet you. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to get close to people and you're going to realize, wow, these people have burdens. But you know what? God's gifted you and equipped you. And he's calling you to help bear the load for them. And they're going to discover, wow, you've got some burdens too. But hey, let us help you with that burden. And that's when this beautiful thing begins to really develop. And this is the thing that, that is so powerful. You know, if we as Christians, if we just lived what the New Testament says, if we really live this out, loving each other, bearing one another's burdens, not gossiping and you know, slandering and backbiting and judging. And, you know, if we just stopped all of that and just did what we we're supposed to do, you know, people would be beating down the doors of the church to get in. Because there's nothing like this anywhere in the world. And unfortunately, it's sometimes uh, sparse in the church. So, so let's, you know, let's, let's be these people. This is what God's called us to. And as we do this, we fulfill the law of Christ. This is what Jesus did. He loved us sacrificially. He loved us unconditionally. And we're to do the same. Now, let's join Pastor Brian and Cheryl in the studio as they share about this month's resource. So, Brian, John Bonner, a missionary pioneer in Peru, has written a book. 
He has written a book called The Myth of Coincidence, and it is such a great book. It's a small book, but you know how both of us love missionary biographies? That's right. Well, this is one adventure, I'll tell you. It's an amazing story of how, uh, you know, John's own personal life and some of the things that happened, some of the tragedy, his meeting Pilar, his wife in Mexico City, them being there during one of the big earthquakes, and then the Lord leading them into Peru. And now 20 years they've been in Peru and pioneering the gospel there, planted many churches. And I couldn't put the book down. It was a page turner. So John Bonner, and the title again is The Myth of Coincidence. And he just basically shows through the book that there are no coincidences, that God is at work behind the scenes. Again, this month's resource is a book titled The Myth of Coincidence by John Bonner. You can order the book The Myth of Coincidence by going to our website, backtobasicsradio.com. Scroll down until you see the photo of it, and then click on the Donate button. When you give a gift to Back to Basics, we'll send you the book The Myth of Coincidence by John Bonner to help you understand that God is working behind the scenes in your life, too. It's our way of saying thank you for your generous support of this ministry. We'd also like to remind you that all of our other resources are waiting for you at backtobasicsradio.com or by calling our request line at 1-800-733-6443. That's 1-800-733-6443. Our desire is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. We'll continue next time with more valuable insights from Pastor Brian as we study together in the book of Galatians. Back to Basics is the preaching and teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California.